find it hard to know what to say on your social media channels, you're going to love this episode as we're sharing our simple framework to never run out of things to say on social media. This is the JFDI podcast with the two Lauras. Laura Moore and Laura Davis help aspiring freelance social media managers like you in establishing a successful business they love. With over three decades of combined marketing expertise, they have invaluable insights into all aspects of the industry. Together, they have built a community of freelance social media marketers and are here to give you invaluable nuggets of insider knowledge on how to solve some of the key challenges that you might face. This podcast is sponsored by our friends at Agora Pulse. Okay, before we dive into the framework and help you to know what to say on social, I think we want to talk about the importance of showing up on social media. And look, your social media managers, you know this, but we did a survey recently and I think these results might shock you. Um, we asked business owners where they would go if they were going to go and hire a social media manager. And 40% of the people we asked said they would go to social media if they were looking to hire a social freelance social media manager. That's probably not shocking. You know, we know that that's where probably where people are going to look. But 98% of people said that they would specifically check your channels before they contacted you because they want to know that you are using social media marketing for your own business. 98%, that's a, like a, a lot of people. And 50% of those said that they would be put off of contacting you to hire you as a social media manager if you were not using social media to market your own business. They would literally not contact you. That doesn't shock me because that's what I've always thought. But I think it might shock some people yeah, because there's lots of I people agree. who go, oh, I don't need to do social media marketing. But from our perspective, that's exactly what we do, isn't it? When we've been looking to hire freelancers, we go straight yeah. to their social media and we go check them out. And But obviously for us, it's like, well, maybe we do that because we work in social media, which is why we were really interested to do this survey. If you are saying, I can do a great job of marketing your business, well, great. If you're that good, why are you not doing it for yourself? You know, it's just weird, isn't it? So yeah. of course people are going to go and look and it will be off-putting. But we also know that, you're, you know, you're time poor, you're busy. You've got to think about all of the things that you're saying on your client's socials. You've got to go in the scheduler. You've got to go in Canva. You've got all of these different things you've got to do. And so therefore, sometimes you run out of things to say. You're not sure what you should say on your own socials. Maybe you don't have the time. Maybe you are overwhelmed because you're seeing all of these other social media managers pin out all of this brilliant content. Um, although if that is one of them, just remember that you don't actually know if it's paying their bills. And that's the important thing. So, you know, you you are kind of stuck and you're like, oh God, I know I need to do it, but I don't know what to say. I don't have the time, you know, and, and you, just, you just, so therefore you just don't, you procrastinate, you focus on your clients and you don't do it because you think, oh, well, you know, I've got enough clients at the moment and when I need a client, maybe I'll go and do it then. Sound familiar? Um, but we never know when we're going to lose clients. We've said this a few times, I'm sure, but yeah. you never know when you're going to lose clients and you never know when you're going to need to make more money. So and you never know the like you know who's looking at your socials but not contacting you. Your perfect dream client with an amazing budget might land on your socials one day and you're not there. You've lost them. So let's get this done. Okay. So I think number one and the easy one to tackle is to stop looking at what everybody else is doing. 
Mm. I, 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 like we can be it. We can all do that, can't we? We can all go on social media, see what everyone else is doing and go, oh, there's no point me doing anything. Theirs looks great or I love the way they've said that or, oh, I'm not going to bother, sod it. Close your laptop again. Go make yourself a cup of tea. Like we've all been there, but I think we need to just stop. Stop looking mm. at everybody else. Stop following other social media marketers. Stop following anybody apart from your niche, who you're trying to work with, who you're trying to focus on, because it is so distracting when you look at what your competitors are doing. And, you know, I know a lot of your friends, you want to support each other and that's fine. If But if you're also somebody who is really affected by how others are performing, so to speak, then you can't do it. It's just not good for your kind of like your mental health is just not good to have that constant niggle that what you do is not going to be good enough or it's not going to be different enough. So the first thing you can do is just just stop worrying about what everyone else is doing. I think also though on that point, like, yeah, you know, you need to go and do your competitor research and all of that stuff, but you also need to remember that you need to be showing your audience what they want to see, not what you want to say. Hmm. So when you're looking at other social media managers, you're seeing what they're saying to their audience. It might not be the same audience. And also you don't know if they are, if their content is what they want to say or if it's what their audience need to see because you don't know the strategy behind what they're doing. So yeah, it might look like great content to you, but you don't actually know that it's working for them. So focus on what your audience needs not yeah. what you want to say or what other people are saying. We'll talk about that when we come onto this framework in a minute. But also you need to start treating your own social channels just like a client and like your most important client, especially because now we've just told you how crucial it is in somebody's decision to hire you or even just to contact you. So you know how important it is. So, you know, treat them like, treat your own socials like they're your most important client and set aside time to actually market your business. And we're going to give you a framework now that you can use to do that, but you need to have that time to actually implement it. So this is what we call the 3P content framework. You'll see why it's called that in a minute, mostly because we're really rubbish at naming things. But secondly, because all of the different parts of the framework begin with a P. I mean, you <laughs> no know, shit. if you need us for naming ceremonies, you know where we are. <laughs> we even trademarked it because it was such a good name. This is the 3P content framework. You may have seen it on our socials because we do mention it um, you know, frequently because it is definitely worth using. And this will work for your own content, but this is also brilliant for your client content. If you get stuck and you're like, oh, what do I need to do? Refer back to 3Ps because it will always work for your clients too. So P1 is... Da, 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 da. <laughs> Positioning content. I really hope our editor does not edit that out because I think that's brilliant. Um, <laughs> so positioning content, what is it? What does it do? Why do we need it? Well, essentially, it positions you. Does it position the, us? As the name <laughs> suggests. It positions you as the expert. It positions you above anybody else, potentially. It's what makes you look good. It's what makes people go, oh my God, I want Laura. I want Laura Davis. She's the best. And what it also does, so it makes them see that you as the expert, but it makes them understand what it is that you do and what it is that you do that will help them. Yeah, so it's, it's all about positioning you as the solution to their problem. It's not about you, 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 no. or I this, I'm the expert, I'm the expert. You still have to remember it's really about them. <laughs> yeah. But you're positioning yourself as the person to help them 
Um, yeah. And you need to be addressing why you can and how you can help them because everyone's selfish. They just want to know how they can benefit. So don't yeah, say, this isn't oh, about I'm you go saying I'm the best. This yeah. is about them thinking you're the best because of what your content's giving them. Exactly. And when you do this really well, it can turn your followers into like raving fans where they go and turn on notifications. They always check yours, your content, because they know that your content is going to be useful to them. So examples of positioning content are things like how-to content. So it's step-by-step. Do this, do this, do this. How-to content, brilliant kind of example of positioning content. But it's also like results-based content where you're showing this is what I did for a client. This was the results. This is how you can do it too. So it's not just the testimonial or the case study. It's the it's the adding on part as well of the how they can do that. Because yeah, you know, case studies as a reader, they're not all that interesting, you know, but if it's there's something in it that makes it valuable to us, then it becomes interesting. It's not just that we want to see that you've got great results for another business. We want to see, well, how can I get that result? Yeah. So it's all of that positioning to make you look good, but also help those people. So that's P1. P2. (laughs) I wish this would be recorded on video because your face is just a picture. Um, So P2 is problem solving content. Every single person who you are going to sell to, who's going to work with you, whether it's long term or short term sort of offers, has a problem that needs solving. Everyone. Maybe and more it than might one. be, yeah. It and there's like there's so many different types of problems it have. It could be like you know they don't know how to use a platform. They don't know what buttons to press. They don't know how to get engagement. But it could be like those deeper problems are there. They've got a lack of time. You know they're overwhelmed. They've got they're no not, inspiration. Yeah, they're not seeing their kids at night because they're mm, constantly they feel working. Guilty. Yeah, mm. it's all of those things. And probably a big one is that they're not making any money or they're not making enough money or they don't know how to make more money from their socials. Uh, So it's all of those sorts of problems. And if you can address those problems, they will understand that you are the person for them, but also you're the person to help them to solve that problem. So they'll, they'll know that you get it. You understand them. You're on the same wavelength because you've kind of addressed exactly what they're feeling in your content. They'll feel like you're talking directly to them you've probably seen content like that where you're like hang on are you in my brain that's the kind of content that this is you know and the best way to find those problems is to ask people like ask people Mm. what are you struggling with what's the hardest thing you find on tiktok at the moment come and tell me come you know because then that's all your content then if you get 10 people giving you 10 problems that's 10 pieces of problem solving content in the bag or and if people if you don't get great responses or no one replies go and look at what people are saying in other people's comments Mm. you know if you've got other people in the industry who get a lot of engagement go and see the kinds of things they're saying what are they struggling with use that as your kind of inspiration for your problem solving content it's everywhere people's problems are everywhere (laughs) it's like you're becoming an agony aren't you (laughs) but the key to this is that you need to address the problem so you need to kind of raise that problem in your copy or in your graphic or whatever but you also then need to try and solve it and you can't solve the massive problems of them you know feeling guilty or whatever for not being with their kids but you can solve the smaller problems in your content of you know what buttons you need to press or you know how you could get more sales today And that is what will then turn those people again into those raving fans who keep coming back, keep turning on notifications, keep looking out for your content. So a couple of examples of like problem solving content could be what to post on Instagram when you're short on time or how to find trending music on Instagram. 
that will help you to reach more people or, you know, what to post today if you want to make more sales, how to do a launch campaign so that you will make more sales. Do these three things to get more sales. You know, it's all of those sort of, it's addressing the problem. They want more sales or they're short on time or whatever, but then the solution of how they actually kind of get over that problem. And look, this isn't easy. We're not by any stretch saying that this is easy, but it can be easy if you go and understand what their problems are and you go and seek them out in the comments and then you solve them in your content. That's how you make this easy. If you're looking for a way to stay organized, save time and easily manage your social media, you should check out Agora Pulse. Their scheduling tool, inbox and monitoring systems mean that you can get more done in less time without the distraction of the social media news feeds. We are big fans of Agora Pulse and we've used it for years for our own businesses and for our clients. And if you want to try it out for free for two months, just go to the twolauras.com forward slash Agora Pulse. Third P, third final P, because this is, remember, the three P framework. Not four, not not two, three. Tiddling, tiddling. Promotional content. This is the one that people hate. I know people are going, oh God, I don't want to sell on social. Social media isn't for selling, it's for being social. No. <laughs> By the way, if you do think that, then uh, you probably need to listen to more of our podcasts because we definitely disagree with that. Social media is definitely a place for getting sales and you need to sell. Like promotional content is where you get that click. It's where you turn that person who's following you from a follower into a customer. It's where you make your money. And if you're not using promotional content, you're probably not getting very many inquiries because unless people know how to work from you or how to buy from you, guess what? They don't do it. <laughs> I'm not going to go and buy from a company if they're not selling me anything, you know? Yeah. People don't read, can't read your mind. No, exactly. They're not mind readers. And yeah, promotional content is really important. But the beauty of promotional content is that, yes, you could have a sales post that is literally a promotional post on its own. That whole piece is written for promoting. But you can also use your problem solving content or your positioning content and turn it into promotional content just by adding a really well-placed call to action. And so really you can add value and you should add value when you're selling because then people are getting something from you and they also know how they can work with you more, how they can buy from you. But I think this is the part that most people fail to put into their content strategy. Would you agree with that? Yeah. And I think when people will say, oh, well, I'm, str- I, you know, I'm struggling, I haven't got any no one's bought my course or no one's um, signed up for my power hours or no one's like inquired about being a client, like a management client. It's like the number one one thing we'll say is, well, when was the last time you sold to them? Mm. And then you go look at people's content and it's full. It's full of really great, actionable um, problem solving normally. There's a lot of good problem solving Mm. content out there but they haven't sold and people forget or or they may assume, especially in our line of work where, you know, the capacity of a freelance social media manager may only be that they can only work with like three or four or five clients. So they assume you're full. They assume you haven't Mm. got capacity because you're not talking about it. So the assumption is you're not trying to hire anyone. Whereas actually if you say to people, I can help you and this is how I can help you. It should be a regular feature in your content. But also there's so many people out there who are just there to give advice, aren't they, on the internet? They're not there to, like you can't buy from them. They are just advice givers and maybe they make money because they are sponsored or, you know, they have ads or whatever. And so you need to make sure that you set yourself apart from those people. So people know you're not just an advice giver, you are a service provider. 
And so this is how you actually get my service from me and you can actually buy from me. Yeah. Otherwise, you, they just don't know. Yeah, that's a good point. So 3P framework, dead simple. Three Ps, positioning content, which makes you look good, but also obviously provides value to them. Problem solving content, which builds that rapport and again, provides value to them. And promotional content, which can provide value, but also helps you to sell your services. So if you're stuck for what to post this week, now you know. You've got three different things. Stick the three Ps on a post-it now. Stick it on your laptop. Whenever you struggle, just think, what P shall I post today? Mm. You don't need any other Ps. It's just those three. They're the most important. We. Oh, we're talking French now, are we? In the actual episode, not just where we say goodbye. (laughs) This was not on the show notes for what we were talking about. Hope you've enjoyed this episode. Um, We would love to hear from you. Drop into our reviews. Leave us um, a little note there. Let us know what you took away from this episode. Obviously, hit the five stars if you think it's worth it. And uh, we will be back same time, same place next week. And we'll see you then. Toodle-pip. Arrivederci. Arrivederci.